Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. And uh, as we've indicated, we continue our coverage of the Transforming Mentalities Summit that is underway at the Birchwood Hotel. And right now we are joined by the Minister in the Presidency for Women, Children and People with Disabilities, Dr. Nkosa Zanadlamini Zuma. Minister, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon and thanks for having me on your show. How are you feeling? Well, I'm actually feeling a bit excited about the initiative because I think it's time that we create these spaces where people are free and feel safe to talk about their experiences, whether they are survivors, whether they are perpetrators, whether they are just ordinary citizens like me and you. Yeah. And I think the minister of, and the department have done well by having this inaugural summit because... At higher education, we know that uh, gender-based violence is happening, but also we know that that's an area where young people are shaped for the future, and some of them will be in leadership positions Mm. in society, but they will also be family members. So it's important for us to get them to change their mindset and for boys, for young men, and for men to see women as equal partners in society and not as people that they should be abusing at will. Yeah, I was actually having a conversation with uh, our producer Andy Sabat earlier on and was telling her that we once had a similar approach to the summit that's currently underway when I was at another radio station. And one of the things that that was brought up there is you'd find that certain men believe that women are children. So they're equal partners in the relationship. But they would say to you that, no, because umama uyenze sona so uyenze wrong, therefore she must be punished, just like you punish a child. But then you pose the question to them that, but when you have done wrong as the man, what happens to you? That's the question. But also, I think... It must start at home. Yeah. Because when, when people get married, they are told different things. Instead of being counseled in the same way, they will say to the bride, you must not talk about things that are happening in your home. You must persevere. You must... Begezel. And I think that that is wrong. And they don't say the same thing to the young men. So the young man thinks he can do as he pleases, but the young woman must beg a zella. Mm-hmm. And even the in-laws tend to have that idea that she's come here not as a daughter of the family now, but as someone who also beg a zella. Almost like a servant. Yes. So I think that attitude must really change also. Yeah. But also at home, young boys and girls must be socialized in the way that we want them to behave as adults. Because if you socialize young boys and girls and you, 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 you treat young boys as princes and kings 
and you treat young girls as Cinderella's and servants to these young boys. When they are adults, they'll bring that attitude to society. Mm. So I think we need to work on this at all levels, at a home level, at education in all institutions, but also in society. At work, the same thing. We, 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 we get told about people who abuse women because women have to protect their profession or their jobs, so they get abused by these men. So we need to have this conversation at every level. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we also need to have it at a very local level. And we must, men and women must say here, in our, loca in our locality, we don't want gender-based violence and femicide. Mm. But also have structures that can assist people who are experiencing violence, but also perpetrators to say, what, what, what's, what's, what's your problem? Why are you wanting to abuse women? Why? And help both. Because sometimes there may be an issue, an underlying issue that makes this man want to be a perpetrator. So these structures must assist both. Yeah. But also make it clear that it's not acceptable. But also we must even work within families because we also find that there are families relatives who abuse women, sometimes even fathers who abuse their daughters. And then sometimes a child is born and then nobody knows how to then say who the father of this child is. Or an uncle abuses it, yeah. you know. So it's, it's something that has to be deep, deep in society as well. Yeah, and, and, and the cultural aspect of it as well. Um, and again, another conversation that we had some time ago, um, and this was on initiation schools. And the one caller calls in and she says that, um, I sent my child to an initiation school, um, right? and I am the parent in the home, and this child was okay with doing chores at the house. But when he came back from that initiation school, all of a sudden, Segaindot, all of a sudden, Manje, he doesn't want to do the cleaning. He doesn't want to be spoken to in a certain way because he feels now his manhood is under attack. Who looks into what happens at these initiation schools and what's being taught there and how it perpetuates gender-based violence? Yes, I think that question is very important. We don't want to interfere. Yeah. But what happens there must not undermine what happens in society. Whatever happens there must reinforce the good in society, must not create problems in the home or in society. I think the boys who go there, whatever happens, it must always be something that will be positive when they come back mm. and not undermine their sisters, not undermine their mothers, not undermine their girlfriends. They must, so whatever happens there, we, we must, it, men must ensure that when those 
boys come back as men. Yeah. They have men with positive masculinity. And in the political um, arena, what can happen there? Because these are also sometimes people that we, that we look up to, that uh, children in society look up to. If in every area of human endeavor, even in politics, we know that even in politics, sometimes people are abused or are coerced to do things so that they can get something or a position, uh, even at work, even in, in, in government, in some of the government, you might find somebody who wants to abuse women in, 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 so that they can be promoted or keep their jobs. So there is no area that is exempted. In politics, in business, even in church, because we know that even in church, some of the church leaders do the same thing. So there's no area that is, that is exempted. There's no area that doesn't have problems. So every area must be looked at. Thank you so much for your time. Dr. Nkosa Zanadlaminizuma there, um, the minister in the Presidency for Women, Children and People with Disabilities. So let's pose that question to you. What do you think should be happening? And also that question around what happens at initiation schools? And as the minister points out, that you don't really want to interfere with what happens in these schools, but you want to create or have a type of man that comes out of there that is able to contribute positively um, to society. But the, some of the anecdotes that we've heard of is that actually some of those boys go in there as boys, kind-hearted and so forth, but when they come out, they have a lot of hatred towards women and society at large. So what do you think should be happening? Who vets whoever is the leader of those initiation schools? 0614-104-107. You can also give me a call on 086-000-2032 and you can drop me an X at Aldrin St. Pierre.